The views and opinions expressed on the Middle Class VO podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests. Any feelings hurt therein are an unfortunate byproduct of the quest for infotainment. Also, please be reminded that concerted efforts have been made so as not to put anyone's knickers in a twist. Having one's knickers in a twist is not an objective or goal. However, if your knickers are in a twist and it persists for more than four hours, please seek out a physician. Moreover, if anyone were to feel besmirched by any of the commentary on the Middle Class VO podcast, it would be purely coincidental. No besmirchment is intended. Please enjoy. Coming up on the Middle Class VO podcast. And so that takes us to the number one moment from 2019 in the Middle Class VO Podcast. Bobby, I'll let you do the honors. If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate narration, tell us what to say. Explainer video, imaging radio, slinging local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars. This is the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class We had such an amazing 2019. Many milestones were reached on the Middle Class VO Podcast. By the way, it's Kevin Kilpatrick here in Nashville. Bobby Maxwell's in Cincinnati. And we are starting the new year off by recapping the top 10 moments on the Middle Class VO Podcast from 2019. By the way, Happy New Year. I know it's going to be another great one for you. I know. I'm looking forward to 2020. 2020 just has a great ring to it, doesn't it, Bobby? If you're Barbara Walters, it really does. (laughs) Tonight on 2020, I'm Barbara Walters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to get this uh, year started. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of those clips from Barbara Walters, by the way. And this is 2020. I, don't know, I can't do a Barbara Walters impression. That's, pr- Sherry that's pretty O'Terry good male, from, Barbara Walters, by the way. <laughs> Sherry O'Terry from Saturday Night Live was an amazing Barbara Walters impersonator. So uh, she, she uh, holds the uh, crown for bar- best Barbara Walters impression in my eyes. But uh, anyway, let's kick off, Bobby, the uh, top 10 moments from 2019 on the Middle Class VO podcast with one of our good friends, Eric Romanowski. And uh, Bobby, why don't you kind of set up this moment? Yeah, we we um, reached out to Eric because he's like this demo demigod, you know. He he he's such an incredible producer, demo producer. And we just kind of wanted to get his feelings on if you're looking for a demo and what's going to go into a demo. And Eric of course had some stellar advice. So this is moment number 10. Eric, when somebody is considering getting a demo produced, what are some things that they should think about when choosing a demo producer? Obviously, listen to their work. Like you gotta, you gotta listen to the work, uh-huh. and you you gotta you gotta know what a good demo sounds like and what a bad demo sounds like. You know, like and, and I I get it. Like everyone's coming at it from a different different angle. Talk to other people. Talk to coaches. You got to do your research. Talk to someone that's worked with them and say, Hey, did you have any issues? Was there? What did you like about it? What didn't you like? I'm not, I'm not the perfect fit for everybody. I know that. I know that. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Great sound advice from Eric Romanowski right there. Moving on with the countdown. 
And we're going to go to number nine, and we're going to go to the episode where it was how to get representation in voiceover with ACM Management's Phil Sutfin. And we we're asking Phil about some genres in voiceover. And, and Bobby and I are both excited about what Phil had to say regarding this genre. It's moment number nine. If you ask me where I'm feeling the most positive, and this is based on no evidence yet. Um, I actually think there's going to be a return to narration and documentaries. Um, the one thing about Netflix and Hulu is documentaries are so cheap mm-hmm. and so cheap to create. And, y- you know, Discovery, you know, years ago when it first started, used to have tons of documentaries. Again, it was because it was so expensive and they knew they could get just eyeballs just based on, you know, their brand name. And, you know, it was quality documentary, so quality programming. But I really think that Netflix and Hulu and, you know, all the rest, Amazon, et cetera, are going to realize it's like it's just such an easy way to capture, um, you know, their subscribers interests and. I, I do feel like narrations is going to be making a big, big comeback. You know, that was a really popular episode, too, because not too many people in voiceover, especially start out, get um, info or suggestions from top agents or managers. So uh, very, very cool from Phil there. Moving on to uh, our next in our top 10 moments for McVop in 2019. Oh, he does it every time. <laughs> he's coached you since. He's coached me since. And yeah, there's been a couple tears shed. <laughs> We're talking about Dave Walsh. And this is moment number eight with uh, Dave talking about how he makes people cry. And it becomes kind of emotional for some voice talent. We noticed in Normandy, there was a group of, I don't know, five, ten women and you had us all crying once <laughs> we got to our true tell. Are you, are you like Barbara Walters? Do you, is that your intention? <laughs> you know, it's like, because well, because I became known as the crying coach. Like, I, I, I was, I was, you know, at, at the at this retreat uh, in, in Normandy, France, it was just, yeah, go talk to Walsh. She's the one who will make you cry. Yeah. But it it's, it is that it's the connection to you and realizing, and, and sometimes the emotional part of it is, we uncover that you really can be your authentic self as you talk. And sometimes the coolest thing is when people realize how connected to a subject matter they are and how much to their core it goes when they speak to the right person for the right reasons. It just it creates this visceral honesty and power that I can't even describe. And that's what causes the emotion. That's the that's the epitome, guys, of true tell. Mm. Not that you're crying, but it's that feeling of that spine tingle when you know that mm-hmm. you're it's almost like the your spine is aligned and you feel the hairs in the back of your neck stand up. Mm-hmm. That's authenticity. That's the absolute best example of being in the zone. Love that Dave Walsh, one of the best in all of the land. Another that is one of the best in all of the land is AJ McKay. Yeah! He brings us this number seven moment of 2019 on the Middle Class VO podcast. And AJ 
is talking about getting his early, and it's just adorable. It's so cute what AJ was <laughs> dreaming of when he was a young whippersnapper. Roll the clip. You know, I had a little studio at home, a bunch of Radio Shack gear, and uh, they would play them on the air because they were so horrible because I hadn't quite gone through puberty yet. So my voice was really fine. Yeah, I was really, I didn't know they were making fun of me. I thought they, I was going to get a job, you know, so. You're like, Mom, so. they're playing me on the radio. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was really popular once I hit high school. You know, I mean, by that time I was on the, on the air doing um, a little AM country station gig. But, yeah, I was really, it was just weird. Um, the only aspiration I had before that uh, career-wise was I wanted to be a professional wrestling referee because I knew I'd never be big enough to be a wrestler. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, uh, your, your childhood goals are just adorable, AJ. <laughs> Well, you know, I I didn't aim very high when I was younger. (laughs) Wouldn't you have loved to spend New Year's Eve with AJ? Can you not imagine somebody more funny or entertaining than AJ on New Year's Eve? AJ has a good time, and if you ever meet AJ, you will never forget it because he uh, he's one of the great personalities in our business. He really is, and he's one of the good people. Uh, one of the best people in our business as well. Another great guy from our industry is a guy that I have known. He hasn't really known me, but, but I listened to him on the radio probably since uh, from 1986, 1987, around there uh, on. And I've known of him since then. It's Kevin West. Kevin West brings us our number six <laughs> moment on the Middle Class VO podcast. Bobby, would you please set this up? I love this. This is really one of my favorites. Number six is Kevin West. We are very excited to have a guy on that I have known of since 1985, probably. And that's going back a long time. Kevin West, he is the managing partner of VOPlanet.com, is joining us. Kev, I got to ask you. Uh, first, I got to ask you: Are you flying with geese right now, <laughs> Kevin? I, I'm sorry, man. Um, let me close the door. It's those damn seagulls again. Hang on. <laughs> caw, Best podcast start ever. I uh, I'm in Florida. I took time to get rid of the kids, but I didn't think about the seagulls. So it's great. It's magic. Thank you for having me today. I'm so sorry to wreck the uh, beginning of your program. No, it's it's all good. This is what it's all about. <laughs> I love it. We need more animals on the Middle Class VO podcast is what I'm saying. Bobby, a great moment there with Kevin West, one of the most funny moments, because Kevin was, he was embarrassed, but we loved it. We decided it was amazing. Totally non-scripted, too. That was the best thing about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And somebody that I don't think has ever been embarrassed in the voiceover world or otherwise is J.J. Wilson. And J.J. has a great story. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you invited him on the podcast, Kevin, because I I didn't know him, but I was just like, you know, my mouth was open the whole time. He's very entertaining. And he, uh, he tells a story about an icon, Sophia Loren. Here is number five. Um, Kevin was telling me that you have a really good Sophia Loren story. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Sophia Loren came in with her entourage, <laughs> and um, it was, I, I, what was it? It was either about, oh, I think it was Williams Island. Okay. 
and she went in the booth, and she did one take, and everybody clapped, and it was just wonderful. And they said thank you, and she came out. and <laughs> So beautiful. And I had my, you know, they looked at me, and they said, okay, go ahead. And I, 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 don't, I it was like a one-sentence thing, you know, call Williams Island. It was like a tag, 777. right? Yeah. Right, just a tag, a simple tag. I must have done it 20 times. <laughs> and when I finally got done, I said, what the hell? No applause. Oh, my God. And thank God Sophia laughed. Yeah, really. But uh, the uh, I remember Randy Burr just looked at me with these sharp eyes like, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, it looked like Sophia Loren, right? And Bobby, we have so many other great stories that we, we, we could have included a few clips from the J.J. Wilson episode of the podcast, but we, we like to share the love. And uh, J.J. will be a returning guest at some point. Awesome. Yeah, another guy we hope to have on again at some point because he has so much experience to share. And I just love this story that he told about nearly becoming the live announcer for Saturday Night Live, here with the number four moment from 2019 on the Middle Class VO podcast is Bob Tracy talking about how he almost became the Saturday Night Live announcer. I have always had this kind of dream that I wanted to replace Don Pardo. And, you know, Don Pardo, God bless him, he worked pretty much until the week that he passed away, I think at 95 or 96 years old. One day, Steve calls me on the phone and he says, you know, uh, you know, uh, there might be a consideration for you at the uh, Saturday Night Live. You know, if you want to put a little something together, I'll pass it through the channels and we'll, we'll get it up. I said, yeah, sure. You know, but they're never going to use anybody other than Don Pardo at Saturday Night Live. Live from New York, it's Saturday. You know, it's Don Pardo. <laughs> so uh, I put my demo together and I get all the collateral materials and through the inner office systems, you know, it gets sent up to New York and I don't hear anything. Two or three years goes by and one night I'm on my phone around 11 o'clock and I see a little blurb Come on, that legendary NBC announcer Don Pardo has passed away. I immediately think of my buddy Steve, but it's too late to call him and his wife at 11 o'clock at night to say, should we send another demo? Is it time to go to work? <laughs> and of course, I want to have respect for Don Pardo. I have great respect for Don Pardo and all of his work. And literally, I find out from my buddy Steve later, he's in bed, like looking at his phone while his wife is reading a book before they go to sleep. And at like 11.06, he sees that Don Pardo has died and he blurts out, quick, I got to call Bob Tracy. Don Pardo has passed away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, you know, the next day we talk to one another and we put a whole presentation together. And, uh, you know, he's again sent it through departmental channels and it got taken right to Lorne Michaels' office to Lorne Michaels' right-hand man. But Daryl Hammond, who was a cast member at SNL, who had left the mm -hmm. cast and did a couple of things and had some success, but kind of fell on hard times, was still sort of available to Lorne and to the cast. And um, he would come in from time to time. And there were a few times when Don Pardo was legitimately sick or had laryngitis. And, you know, Daryl does a great Don Pardo. One night, he even did a skit with, I think it was actress Jill Claiborne, in which it was supposed to be Don Pardo hitting on her to go out on a date, but it was actually uh, um, Daryl Hammond who did the voiceover. Daryl's voiceover of Don Pardo was so convincing that when Don Pardo called his sisters the following day to say, hey, what did you think of my bit last night on the show? They were like, oh, you were in better voice than ever. You sounded great, fantastic. Well, <laughs> guess what? It wasn't me. It was Daryl Hammond. <laughs> Love it. So, 
you know, uh, we kind of all sort of knew that when Don Pardo passed, that it was sort of going to be to Daryl Hammond. And I didn't really think anything of it. Even though we mounted a full court press, you know, I had FedEx packages going to Mr. Michael's home in Southampton, Long Island, and his apartment in Manhattan, and to Broadway video, because, you know, you want to cover all bases. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity <laughs> to replace a legendary announcer. And the whole thing ended, and Daryl Hammond was the announcer, and then I heard him on there and really didn't hear anything. And then one day uh, I got a call from my buddy, and he says, Hey, I just want to let you know I got an inner office email, and it was so and so, who's Mr. Michael's right hand man. Mr. Michaels heard your materials and he said, if we weren't going to go with Daryl, well, we would go with Bob. And that was like, wow. wow, you know, well, thank you very much. That's a great honor. And I really appreciate that. This close he came to it, but he is a legend. Bob Tracy. Great guy, too. All right. Num- number three, Kevin, is really a classic. I mean, you have you have this legendary voiceover person and you you put him on the spot with something that he wasn't expecting that has to do with voiceover and he nailed it not only did he nail it but he gave a b take <laughs> exactly exactly we're we're saving the b take for for another podcast but we definitely want to get his a take on this and we're we're down to the top 3 here bobby so uh, we're talking about none other than the legendary voice actor and voice actor coach tom pento on the inaugural cold read challenge Cold Read Challenge, okay. If if you're up for it, Bobby's going to email you a script, like right Mm -hmm. now, and you don't look at it. It's on its way. It's on the way, and we just give you the, is the direction on the script, Bobby, or do we need to tell him? It's it's a very brief description right at the top. Tom, (laughs) so as soon as you pick. He's laughing. I'm sorry. I just just opened up the script, and I'm not going to give it away yet. Okay. But just. Please just dive right in with that direction, if you don't mind, for our first cold read challenge. Okay. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, warm smell of colitas rising up through the air. Up ahead in the distance, I saw a shimmering light. My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night. Oh, that is lovely. <laughs> Woo! Well, okay, now can you give me an ABC? Of, no, I'm just kidding. That, that's Bobby's spoken like a pro. Absolutely. But you oh. know what? Did 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 someone tip you off as to how much I love the Eagles? So funny. <laughs> love that guy. <laughs> He's just, you know, and and he thought it was a setup. You know, you just had good instincts with picking the Eagles song there, Bobby, to have him read uh, in narration documentary style. But he, he thought it was a setup, but it wasn't. It was just good instinct on your behalf. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, you got it like that. Bobby. I do. You know, I, I'm a little bit like that. All right. So it, it's been about a year ago that Kevin and I decided to do a podcast together. We're both radio people, had never worked on the air with each other, but have both done drive time radio. And you know, when you, when you, when you put somebody on a microphone together for the first time, it's kind of a, a, a swing or miss kind of thing to have that, that communication and just that, that great 
rapport. And number two is about when we decided to start our podcast. And wow, were we thrilled with that episode. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Like plain as day? Mm-hmm. Let me just check something really quick here as far as level goes. Um, you may want to close your ears for a couple of seconds or pull your cans off or something. Because I'm going to pretend like we're doing our thing and make sure we're not going to clip. Ha, 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 ha. Bobby, you're so funny. Ha, 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 ha. You're cracking me up once again. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I think uh, that level's going to be fine. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Are you rolling? I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Okay, that's a good level. I'm going to take that and I'm going to loop that. I'm rolling and I'm going to put some trance music in the background. <laughs> Bobby's at a rave once again. <laughs> rolling, rolling. All right, so you're rolling. I need to kind of do a clapboard sound so we can sync our time. Okay. Kaka! <laughs> there you have it, Bobby. That is the number two moment from 2019 on the Middle Class VO podcast. The, the time that we decided to do the Middle Class VO podcast, and you heard uh, the opening moments of our very first podcast right there. And here we are, Bobby. It is it, 2019 was an amazing year. I'm so grateful, so thankful that you and I did start this podcast and started to work together because uh, we've made so many friends from it. We have made so many connections from it. And the best thing about it, Bobby, is that I think we have inspired a lot of people. You know, that's not, oh, yeah. that's not necessarily what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to inform and have fun is, is the goal of this podcast. But, you know, a byproduct of that is we're, we're inspiring people. You know, they've let us know. And so that's very exciting. And so that takes us to the number one moment from 2019 in the Middle Class VO podcast Bobby, I'll let you do the honors. At number one, at the very top, is winning our Sobis Award in Los Angeles. Woo! That's really cool. Whatever I says, Chuck and Stacy wins every single year. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, that stinks. We wish we could hang with Chuck and Stacy. I want to say thanks, Chuck and Stacy, for setting the bar so high. I want to say thanks to my beautiful wife, Deborah, for always loving and supporting me, and for this gal right here for putting up with me. <laughs> exactly. Kevin is my work husband. I'm his work wife, and so I want to say uh, thanks to my real husband, Steve, back in Cincinnati. But thank you to so many of you who have been guests on our podcast, a lot of you who are in the room. We appreciate your uh, your uh, fun times there and, and your talents. And, um, and also to Joan and Rudy for having uh, this this category in the uh, the award show and thanks to everybody else if you want to know the rest of the story listen to the podcast because it may be about you next week <laughs> man that was so cool wasn't it woo, woo, woo. we're still flying high kevin did you get your award yet by the way no i haven't it has not arrived I still, i've told so many people about when you came off the stage <laughs> and they said, we'll take that award. And you're like, um, but this is our. Hey, what? What's good? Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a great moment. 
Winning the Silvis Award was an honor because uh, Chuck Duran and Stacy Oswald um, had won the award five years in a row for their uh, VO Buzz Weekly podcast. And we were just so thankful to be on the uh, same level as them for at least a moment in time. And we hope to bring you many more moments in 2020, Bobby. And we are kicking off 2020 with a bang up of an episode coming up next. Yeah. Talk about a great person. We uh, invited Marilyn Wisner. She's a, a a coach, a voiceover coach. She is actually a um, a casting person for the industry, and just an all around sweet, informative lady. Marilyn Wisner is at our number one. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's number one. Maybe she'll be number one for 2020, Bobby. But we've already wrapped up the 2019 (laughs) countdown. Let's just move forward. Uh, I got to put this champagne away. (laughs) But we will have Mary Lynn Wisner as our guest on the next Middle Class VO Podcast. Bobby, put away the bubbly. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production. All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin. Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis. Additional engineering by Zach Zimmett. Bobby's hair and makeup by Rebecca Adlita. Kevin's wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium. All previous episodes are available for download on Podbean. For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau. I'm Lisa Lou Perry. Thanks for listening. And don't miss the next episode of the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast.